Okay, sir, the goddess of chess. My attention was caught this week by a reference in an X formerly known as Twitter. The post showed a facsimile of a page from the work of Howard Staunton, one of the greatest of English chess players of all time. The post, purporting to come from a reincarnation of Staunton, reads as follows. If you find the key to this position in five minutes, we shall think you a promising aspirant for Kaiser's honours. Kaiser? Many chess players will not have heard of the lady, unless perhaps you're also a pub quiz enthusiast. My introduction to her came by a casual remark made some years ago in a report of a club chess game to our club members. I made note of it and later mentioned it and it became a chapter. May Kaisa be with us in the book The Double Houdini, available from websites around the internet. I reproduce the short chapter here for those who have not yet caught up with this masterpiece. Note to members, please arrange to have this book placed on the next chapter for your book club reading list. So here we are, the chapter. May Kaisa be with us. From Tudor to all members of the chess club. Some of us may have been puzzled about Captain Phil's reference to Kaisa. Unlike Phil, I can't do the funny dots over the eye needed in Kaisa. I hasten to that mud and plebeian spring Wikipedia to quench my curiosity. The following is based on what I found there. Kaiser, I learned, is the patron goddess of chess. This place came about after a poem in the classic style found favour among the educated classes in London and Edinburgh. Kaiser originated in a poem called Satya, Ludus which. I think it could be Satya Ludus, which was published in 1527 and which describes in Virgilian hexameters a chess game between Apollo and Mercury in the presence of the other gods. To keep faith with the classical style, the rooks are described as towers, citadels in the corners, on their starting squares on the board, on elephants' backs and the bishops as archers. This led to the modern name castle for the chess rook, and thus the term castling, and the modern shape of the European chess piece. For some time, chess players in Europe called the rook an elephant and the bishop an archer. Then the English orientalist Sir William Jones reused Vida's character in his own poem, Caesar, written again in Latin hexameters, with an English-language version for plebs, which was kind of him. In this poem, Caesar initially repels the advances of the god of war, Mars. Spurned, Mars seeks the aid of the god of sport, Euphron, brother of Venus, who creates the game of chess as a gift to help Mars to win Caesar's favour. All clear so far? Perhaps our Captain Phil was referring to Gary Kasparov's writings, where Caesar is used as a substitute for being lucky, with some move you can't work out clearly. Kaisa was with me, Gary might have said. I'm grateful to Phil for leading me to this wonderful poem. In that spirit, my wish following Phil for the rest of our season is, may Kaisa be with us. I'm copying this message to Sid, a classicist friend, 
for further insights as my Virgilian hexameters have rusted through lack of use. From Tudor to Sid. Dear Sid, I sent around the following message to members of my chess club. As my great mentor and intellectual bodyguard, I thought you might find the contents of interest. Some of us may have been puzzled about Captain Phil's recent reference to Kaiser. I don't know if we had time to look at this. Reply from Sid. To Tudor. We'll peruse this at greater leisure after the marking period. The English extract seems in general praise of chess and well written as such. Hopefully his Latin is equally witty. I've had time only for a quick skim look at the Satya poem. It's far more pretentious than the one from the English author. It has chess invented for the recreation of the gods and appears to describe an actual chess game played between two of the gods on Olympus as if it were an episode of heroic warfare between characters, e.d. a character stroke piece he calls the bull, which may be a knight, charges enemy lines and shortly afterwards dies in blood. Very reminiscent of the power structure, heroic incidents and florid language of epic poetry like the Aeneid. The board and the pieces are named and described in grandly emotional terms. I've not had time yet to check the Latin in enough detail to see whether this is merely impressionistic movie script heroics or alternatively contains enough technical information buried within the florid Latin heroics to enable the reconstruction of some actual game. If so, no doubt, one with many dramatic twists. If it is the latter, this may take some digging out as it doesn't leap out at first chance. Best regards, Sid. And so, replied in acknowledgement to Sid from Tudor, this is no more than I expected of your scholarship, but wonderful to receive. My guess is that the elephants in the poem turned into castles in the future chess symbolism and design of sets. Please continue after your marking marathon Although only if designed some, if you derive some pleasure from it. Warmest regards, Dioch Tudor. And that's how it ended. I hope you found this history lesson interesting.